Hey, this is Chris from Kinkberth, and welcome to Kinky Confessions, the podcast. Well, have we got a treat for you today. We are going to learn about being a submissive and also being a little. Our guest is a high-rolling corporate executive, and we have had to make this interview very anonymous to protect her identity. We've changed her voice slightly, and um, we are just going to get straight into the interview. So without any further ado, what is your name? What can we, well, hang on. What can we call you, and what is your kinky confession? Uh, you can call me Heidi, which is what a lot of people know me as. And my kinky confession is that I am a contractual submissive and part-time little. Oh, talk to me about a contractual submissive. So a contractual submissive is someone who goes into a dynamic with another person, but you sign a contract beforehand. So things like hard limits, soft limits, locations, the amount of time you spend together, all of that is all written out and signed by both parties before the dynamic is entered into. Wow. And how long have you been in this dynamic? Uh, so I've been a contractual submissive for about 12 years. Currently not under contract because I'm currently under contract as a little instead. Oh. And it's hard to keep the both going, to be <laughs> honest. Um, but yes, was a submissive first for many years before I made the switch. We'll, we'll move on. I will, I will talk about the little shortly, but I want to go back to the contractual stuff. Yeah. How did that start? Yeah, I guess. So I was in a long-term relationship for many, many years until I was about 28. And then when that split up, I wanted to get out there and enjoy life a little bit more. And I decided that I didn't want to date. So I actually went on to Ashley Madison. Oh, yeah, oh, there, there's some trouble there. Yeah, but the thing is, is that everyone on there doesn't want to date either. No. So it was perfect for me Yeah, because I knew that there was no one who was going to yeah, get involved in my life and the other areas that I didn't want them involved in. So purely sex, basically. Yeah. So that's how it started. So I had seen a few people through meeting on there and one of them happened to be a dom and he opened my world, basically, to what was out there. And then from that, he was my first one. And then from that, I've had about 10 since. Slowly growing to know what I know what I like, what they're like, what I'm like as a submissive. And now I'm at the point where I actually interview them rather than them interviewing me to see if I am uh, what they want. Yeah. And that first one, mm -hmm. are you submissive with them first or did you always go into the contract first? Always contract first. Yeah. I think in those sort of situations where kink's involved, where impact play and century sensory deprivation and that sort of thing. I think you have to be really careful. So meeting someone with the express purpose of being that, you need to get it all out first. Yes. You know, very clear about what I'll do, what I won't do, what that looks like, what they want, so that there's just no room for error, basically. It's different when you're with someone and dating them and then you go in the kink world because you already have a relationship and you can talk about things beforehand as they come up, whereas yep. 
as a submissive when you're meeting and interviewing for that position, then it's very much contract first and then, yeah, play. Wow, that's incredible. Is it back then when you started this journey, the vetting process probably a little bit different than it could be today with social media and things like that? Oh, definitely. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, that, that's how do you even get into that? So where do you find a contract? Or did you just start writing things down and go, oh. I, the first one that I had, he bought the contract. Yep. So that was my first look at one. Yeah. And seeing, and now I have my own where it's outlines, what, yeah, like what I want. And also there's stuff on there that I think they may want as well, which can be in that negotiation as well. It might not be my particular choice, but that yeah. might be their thing and it needs to be on there as well because yeah. perhaps that's something that maybe I wouldn't choose to do, but they love. Yeah. And that's fine. So as long as we know we're on the same page. Oh, that's interesting. So how long did that first relationship or that, that how, what do you call it? We call them dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So how long did that first dynamic uh, last? Oh, probably about six months. Yep. Yeah. Long enough to get in and have a play and go, yeah, this is me. I really enjoy this. I, I love being a submissive. Yeah. I love the, obviously, father sex. Great. Yep. That's all part of it. But the whole escape from reality of suddenly I'm, I'm not the person that I am on a Monday to Friday. That yeah. I'm someone completely different. And being a submissive, you're out of control, which is brilliant. Yeah. Because when in your normal life, if you're very in control, Roll. yep, it's fantastic to have that reality escape. Just in this first dynamic, mm -hmm. how often would the two of you see each other? Uh, it was in our contract of once a week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Couldn't be have it more and you couldn't have it less. Uh, look, I mean, you could throw out a, a message to see if they were free, I guess. Yeah. But um, the, whole, the whole thing about it is, is that it's structured. I know that sounds terrible, but it's so structured. And you know that you're going to get to do that once a week. And since you know that, you have a week to build up to it. So yeah. it's exciting thinking about what's going to happen and maybe making some plans around that. Plus, you know, you can't do it every day and then it wouldn't be exciting. Was it a, the same night every week? Not necessarily. No. For, it was around work hours for the both of us for the first one. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're with someone who's got shift work, obviously you need to make that work. Whereas someone's got a standard routine, then or quite often it can be the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah, so it, it depends on the life outside of the dynamic, really. Were they married or? That particular one wasn't, but no. I have been with several doms who are married, yeah. Right. And are you, do, does their partner know about you? I don't ask. Don't ask, yeah. The one that I was with for the longest, she didn't, I knew that, that she didn't know about me. Yep. So, because some of them have, some, like where you meet is a big thing as yeah. well, obviously. Some of them, obviously, I'd never go near their house because... Maybe perhaps the wife didn't know, and obviously yeah. it was just a respect thing. Others had their own playrooms, yeah. so it was totally fine. So it just depended. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Um, so how long is the longest dynamic you've had? Yeah, two years, which was far longer than either of us expected, to yeah. be honest. Generally, I think they go for, if it works, if after one session you want to continue. Yeah. So obviously there's always one that you might do and then you go, no, nah, that's not, it, you we're know. not meeting each other's needs kind of thing. Yeah. It usually is for about six months yeah. because I think there's an element of you don't want it to become mundane Yep. in many ways. So yeah, but the one for two years went for that time and I, I, I couldn't tell you why it did, it just did. 
was fantastic. Is there so there's no you know you don't want to get any feelings, I guess. No, and I never have to be honest. But yep. if you talk to Doms, you'll quite often find that that does occur, especially on the girls' behalf. If it is a, a male female, yep. obviously, that they they can develop feelings and then. It causes massive issues, but I think because I've always I'm quite a practical person, but yeah. I always go I go into these not wanting a partner. That's not why I'm part of it. I'm in yeah. there for for the for the sex and the impact play and all of the good things that come out of it. So I never have, but yes, that's definitely something that they have to deal with, not me. <laughs> no, exactly. So you've been doing this for about ten years. About ten years. About 10 yeah. years. Have you had? Can I say vanilla relationships during that time, or, or let, yeah. if we call it vanilla yeah, relationships? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yes and no. Yes, well, yes. Yes, I have. you have. I have yep. absolutely have. Sometimes I was not subbing during that time, and I popped that to the side and went down the vanilla track for a while. Yeah. Other times I was doing both, in which case the vanilla partner didn't know about it. Right. Okay. And it was almost just scratching an itch on the side because. Obviously, the dynamics don't offer many things. Yeah. They only offer one thing, one wonderful thing, but yep. that's it. So, yeah. So, both. Yeah, I guess. So, with your, you're seeing somebody, mm -hmm. do you approach the idea of... Kink with them? Kink with them, yeah. yeah. One, I did. I mean, let's be fair, if they're with me long enough, if they open enough drawers, they'll... Yeah, they'll <laughs> they'll, they'll see find something. going on. <laughs> But one I did, um, and he was definitely open to, uh, and we we played a little. But I, it was to be honest, it was me. I struggled to do that code switch. Yeah. Because as a submissive, I walk in as Heidi. I walk yep. in. That's my job. That's my persona. That's what I'm doing. Sometimes it's role play. Sometimes it's not. But it's always, I guess, role play for me because it's not my everyday person. So I struggle to have a session, if you like, with the person I'm dating and then switch that off or switch that on and now we're just eating breakfast together. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it didn't work for me in that time. I don't know if it will in the future. Who knows? Yeah. But um, at that time it didn't. Yeah, you have a stressful Monday to Friday job. If you have a session on a Wednesday night, mm -hmm. how good is work on a Thursday? Oh, so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And quite often with my job, it is a weeknight that I do have a session. Yep. And yeah, it's great. It gets me, it's like a little cherry on the top of the week. No, I, it's always a question that I like to ask because it's it can be meditative. It can be mm. all of these things. And you have an incredibly amazing session you probably have the best night's sleep of your life that yes. night. You don't need alcohol. You don't need drugs the next day. You get up in the morning and you're like, yep, um, you know, I got lucky last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also the day of as well. There's a... Oh, that excitement. That, yeah, yeah, adrenaline that, knowing like... That is there messages to and fro during the day? Yes. Yeah. So my, my current is well-trained yep. in the fact that um, there's certain times and um, places that I can take messages due to my career. Yep. I'm not accessible at all times. Yep. So we just said that's all in the contract too, but at the start. Yeah. But on a day of, they are allowed to message all day if yep. they want to. Um, I know to keep my phone on silent at work because <laughs> they're not opening it around anyone else. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that helps build, I guess, that excitement for the night anyway. So yeah. besides that, yeah, yeah, there's limited times when they're allowed to make contact. Wow. 
oh, I've got that. There's a hundred things going through my head. I'm like, it's really exciting to have this opportunity to speak, you know, and, and ask quite open and candid questions about it. On the day of, if I was your dom and I said, I want you to wear no underwear to work or I want you to wear something in like a, a Wi-Fi vibrator or something like that, is there that is that possible? Okay, so no, just because of my workplace. Yeah, but if it was on a Saturday? If it was on a Saturday, absolutely. Yep. Quite often um, if they travel, there may be like some – virtual sessions yes. as well yep. which can like include that sort of stuff yeah, as well yeah. um i do find that on he will ask me to wear certain heels on the day of because yep. i do love a pair of heels yes i can see, see they're yeah. absolutely gorgeous <laughs> um so he will might ask me to wear a particular color panties or particular heels but nothing as risque as uh no panties or right, yeah. that on a weekday, on a weekday um, yeah. but on a on a um on a like a weekend absolutely yep. but to be fair they probably wouldn't because they'd want to keep me hanging anyway yeah they're not that nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh how is it you that ends them or is it a mutual how how do you end a dynamic yeah because there'd be another contract in there that to say that it's now you can never contact me again look some of them yes yeah absolutely absolutely um especially for those ones that are well known in perth or in a career that they don't want yep. to know or are married, those sort of ones, yeah. definitely there's a complete block, delete, whole function. At Mutual the respect as well. Absolutely. There's a massive amount. And people don't get that. I think not that many people know Heidi, yep. but there has to be mutual respect, otherwise it just doesn't work yeah. at all. Um, and that means in privacy as yeah. well. So yes, some of them are complete blocks. Some of them I've just called because I think it's just run its course and that's okay. Yeah. One of them decided to break up with his wife and then wanted to actually go out and explore the world. So oh. therefore that I wasn't interested yep. in that because that wasn't my role in his world. And but most of them are just a mutual like oh we're done here like yeah. that was fun thanks yep. for the good times yeah moving on or they could want to try something that I wouldn't do yeah you know what I mean they might get a taste for something else many doms have primaries and secondaries yep yep so for example I've never been a secondary I've never been a primary but if the secondary is willing to do things that maybe I wouldn't they might want to you know go down that track and that's fine too. I only keep in touch with one of my ex-doms. Right. And I keep in touch with him and um, just as a catch-up, we don't sleep together anymore or anything like that. It's just yeah. literally a friend now that we can share and chat and, yeah, ex chat about our experiences in a safe place together as, as friends. So, But out of all of them, yeah, that's only the one. So as a submissive, what are some of the things that you enjoy? Or what uh, do you do? Yeah, so I love uh, sensory deprivation. So anything where your senses are removed from you. So gags, choking, um, blindfolds, restraints, all of those. Impact play as well, though there are rules around that because I can't be seen in my job to have welts or welts marks. Yep. Um, so there's certain rules around where that play can go. So, yeah, that would be my definitely my favourite too would be sensory deprivation and impact play. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And I do have some hard limits that maybe not might not seem like hard limits for other people, but I like to save that if I'm going to date someone. Yep. So I keep that for my vanilla. 
Ah, uh, yes. Let it, don't yep. let it intertwine into that. And I so what are some of your hard limits then? Hard limits? Yeah. Okay. So I won't have any coming above the neck. Yep. I, I won't swallow because I that's one of the things that yeah. I will keep for my my partner. partner. Yep. Same with I won't 69 in a in a um in a submissive okay. role either. Because yep. again I, I just keep that for the intimacy of a of a relationship. Because otherwise I find when I do date I can't it'll get boring. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Because there's nothing I haven't done yeah. with them. So my hard limits are more around the intimate intimacy. Rather than, you know, other things, if you like. So lots of how about Open mouth kissing. Do you know what they don't want to? But no, no, generally not. Because again, that's really intimate. Yeah. So it's I have that as a if they want to, but I'm not going to initiate it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. For that stuff. So he's okay to go down on you, but you don't want you won't go down on him. No, I'll go it, down on no, him. no. It's it's just more about the ejaculation. Yes, yep. the ejaculation okay. part of it. So usually they like to. To generally speaking, they like to cover you anyway. Yeah. It's like a branding part of it, right? Yep. So, which is all completely fine. Doms generally don't go down on females anyway. Yep. Um, because a dom is about their pleasure, not her pleasure. Yeah. Obviously, there's pleasure that you get out of it. Don't get me wrong, but yep. it's not specifically focused on her. It's everything's focused on him. Yep. So that's generally something that's not brought up or used at all, really. And the role is there a lot of role play? Um, a little bit, yeah. mostly. Sometimes you'll have doms that want you to, yeah, dress up and, you know, nurse and schoolgirl. Yeah. All that sort of um, stuff, but generally not because as a submissive, what I, like the lingerie I wear and stuff, it's almost a role play in itself. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of lingerie and a lot of the, a lot of doms will buy you lingerie. Um, one I was with for a while, he used to. Send me a, a hotel room key card. Yep. And then on the bed would be the outfit that he wanted me to wear. So oh, he would oh. buy the lingerie that he wanted me to wear. And then I'd get to keep that afterwards. Others, they just know what they like. They tell you the colours they want and what they want. And when you're negotiating a session, they let you know what it is. So I guess it's role play in that way, but not really like as in doctor nurse role play as much. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally. Now, <laughs> do you find the whole session as let's say, as foreplay and you really just, you enjoy the sex at the end? I Look, I enjoy the whole day coming up to yeah. it, to be fair, <laughs> definitely. Oh, you're so wiggly before you yeah. get in the door. But, yeah, uh, yes, the sex it, is... It doesn't take much then on that day to give you an <laughs> orgasm. Well, no, but that's the whole point, yeah. especially with the deprivation side of it. Yeah. They try to not, not let to you let do you. that until they want you to do it. So it's yeah. control. Everything's around control, right, with the, in a dumb, uh, dumb cell dynamic so yeah so i guess the, the so sh- are you bratty that you'll 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 be silent during an orgasm not to oh that's in the contract not to do yeah, that <laughs> so that's actually quite funny that will lead to a funny story later but a lot of doms will put in that they don't want you to make any noise like they'll tr- they'll train you to like make nothing because when they hit you they don't want you to make a noise at all like yeah. so it's some can be completely silent on my behalf anyway because it has to be otherwise i'm going to cop it yeah yeah others want you to chat and make noise it just depends on what they want to because it's th- it's their contract as well yeah it's oh i love it's a great story i'm really <laughs> fascinated by it yeah it's very interesting at so many different levels and because you, i guess when someone and you when you're so busy during the day and, and your focus and your career and all of those things come in, 
this is for you just to switch off and go, oh. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's a complete reality escape because yep. I'm not in charge. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm not um, having to, you know, do all the things that I do at my work, control all the people that I do control at my work, all of that, even down to I'm not thinking about, like, walking the dogs or the laundry that you have to do yeah. for like an hour period or whatever it is, you're literally yeah. out of it and it's brilliant. Yeah. I tell a lot of people as well, I love a submissive person in the bedroom, not in life. Yeah. If you're submissive in life and you come into the bedroom, I'm like, oh God, make a fucking decision. Like, yeah. And but I think here you are going, I make every decision during yeah. the day and I just want to switch off mm -hmm. and I'm yours go for it yeah pretty much and i think when i interview for a dom they obviously they're usually quite shocked yeah um, because of just me as a person and the, the life i live outside of being yeah. a sub is is very different to a sub's yeah life so and i think that's quite often a kink for them to be honest they know who they're who they're controlling oh, absolutely their yeah they love it yeah <laughs> Very much. <laughs> I'll tell you that straight up, just to know what you do and then just to be able to turn around and go, that is so hot to have that, in that you know, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So how do you find a, a dom these days? Well, at the moment, like I said, I'm, I'm not currently looking as I'm under contract as a little, but if I do, you can, oh, there's lots of places, I guess. There's clubs you can go to. I don't frequent them very often though because that takes away my anonymity a lot. Um, I don't want to be known out there as someone who does it. But I have been with friends and things like that and met someone. It sounds ridiculous, but all the also you've got Ashley Madison, you've got Red Hot High, even Tinder. You'll see that on Tinder there'll be a, like a blank, um, so no photo of a person, and usually it just says like some sort of clue like. And then you can swipe and get chatting that way. I've, I've only ever met one of my doms on Tinder, though. It's not my really my thing. Recommendations through people being part of it. So just because I've finished up with a dom doesn't mean that they don't know other doms that would appreciate my skills. So, yeah. Fet life? Fet life I have been on, yes. Yeah. Yeah, as well. Yep. Do you have a fet life profile? Not currently. Not now. I have, though, yes, yeah. but not currently. Yep, it's on pause. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. I want to move on because that's, we could talk about that all, all day. Yeah. A little. Yeah. What is a little? So a little is, oh God, how to describe a little. It's a submissive. It is a, a form of submissive. Yep. So same thing. But you take on the persona of an innocent young female, if you like. It's, it, I want to be really clear here. It's not around child at all. No, no. It's not that. It's the innocent factor yep. that men get off on. Yep. So you dress young, everything's pink. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, it's so strange. So I was always, as a submissive, um, I always, I'm known as Heidi or they'll call me Miss um, and they're always Sir. And I was always disgusted at the start by someone saying, can you call me Daddy? Yeah. And I was like, no, that's that's disgusting like I'm not into it rah, rah, rah. I was really judgmental I'm not even gonna lie at the start I was like that's not what I do I'm a miss yeah I'm a submissive I'm a miss and then I was 
with under contract with a dom who said that he was looking for a secondary but that was a little and I was like oh what is that and he kind of explained it to me and I was like oh that's not me <laughs> that's not me at all I can't I don't own anything pink um I can't imagine putting my hair in pigtails um any of that sort of stuff no I'm very much like really lovely honey budette lingerie and black restraints and that was my world anyway um he asked me to do one session as a little as a birthday present for him <laughs> so oh, happy birthday to me <laughs> <laughs> so i said i would but we sat down at a coffee shop yeah. beforehand it was like talk to me like what what does this look like <laughs> what am i walking into here and so he, he ran through it with me and I, I said yes that i'd have a go and then look loved it and then didn't realize that I would love it so much and I continued that was only one session with him and then continued as his primary sub but then um once that dynamic had ended I decided maybe to see if there was someone who wanted a little out there instead so I went down that track which I never thought I would in a million years so I did that and went down finding through all those means I said before and yeah found myself a daddy so how long have you been lit littling? You're littling. I've been I, that that first session was two years ago, and I've been with my current daddy for a year. And have you? Was it one or the other? Yeah, I can't switch. You can't switch. I can't switch. Look, I probably might do on a one-off, just like I did the other yeah. time. But um, under contract, I'm under contract as that because a contract for a little is very different than a contact from a submissive. Even though it is a subset of submissive, it's it's very different. So yeah, I'm I'm as his his little, and he if he wants a submissive, he'll take that on as a secondary. He won't have a secondary little. You're only allowed one little, right? Because yeah, it's it's different. So what do you what's yeah? Talk to me about what's the dine, yeah? What's different? Yeah, okay. So it's all. Uh, so daddy's always in control, exactly the same as a dom. Okay, so they always plan the session plan everything about it and everything is what they want to start off with so that's the same submissive to a little we do as we're told we do exactly what daddy or dom wants so in that regard it's exactly the same i think the difference is is that a little or they sometimes they call them princess or baby or whatever you want to call it um is cared for very yeah. differently to a submissive whereas a and they can overlap, like spanking can be part of both of them, no issues whatsoever. Choking can also be part of both of them as yeah. well. But the being a submissive, it can be quite raw and animalistic and quite physical. And aftercare obviously is essential within that, whereas I guess the aftercare is built into a little it's session. Little, yeah. yeah. You very much, uh, so you have brat littles as well i'm not a brat i'm well behaved <laughs> i'm a good girl <laughs> but it's the same thing it's, so you're coming at it from a um innocent young woman who just wants to please daddy basically so that same pleasing is the same between a submissive and a and a little it's just the damsel in distress yeah a little yeah. bit so so my current daddy like he has a room that's, that's all pink and okay. frilly and girly and for what he'll expect from me is always pink. I've got to love pink. I never wore pink before that. Oh, you're wearing the, the most pink beautiful <laughs> pink shoes. They are yeah. gorgeous. So the outfits are still lingerie, but it's very frilly and very girly. 
as with most dynamics when you start them, there's usually a gift, which is usually a collar or or cuffs or something, something, something that signifies that you're you're mine. So for a little, mine was a, a pink leather collar nice. rather than like you know a spiked black one or something that someone else might give you. Yeah, lots of the outfits are, are very reminiscent of like Japanese as well. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of little stores in Perth um, to get things. You generally have to buy online. Yep. Uh, but like the sex itself is is different because he he they want to you want to please them right. absolutely. But it's a little bit more caring. Oral is one hundred percent part of being a little. So yep. because they want to, it's almost like they want to expose you to everything for the first time. Yeah, it's that kind of feeling. So a girl submissive will get much more out of being a little than right. out of being a submissive. Oh, interesting. Yes, much more. <laughs> Um, does daddy share you? Oh, good question. Generally speaking, some, they, oh gosh, some do's and some don't. If they do, it's very different to a submissive. So as a submissive, with one of the doms I was with, we had a service submissive as part of our dynamic. So she would come in and basically just clean up, Yep. <laughs> essentially. And that was fine. With a little, I'm not allowed a little for anyone else. I'm not allowed to have a second at right. all. He's not allowed to have another little either. Bringing someone else in to share that situation, though, can possibly happen. It would just have a conversation around that because it's it's different when you have just a general threesome. Right? Yeah. You know, everyone's involved, everyone's doing everything and it's all together. Whereas a little, we're very, you're very caring of the little and we're exposing to everything. So having someone else come into that, they would have to know their role Yeah, in that dynamic. is a lot, I guess, a lot more role play than there is in submission. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's hard to explain. No, interesting. And I guess this is that from, I want to talk about your orgasm in this point because mm-hmm. We've said when you're the submissive, it, yep. it, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. As a little, yep. are you even allowed an orgasm? Oh, if daddy lets me. Yeah, okay. Daddy yep. generally does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, they want to hear you. In fact, I often get reprimanded because I am too quiet. Right. But that's just from my years of being a submissive. Yeah. Like I've been trained to shush. You know, you get you get hit and you don't say anything because if you say something, you're gonna hit harder. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, whereas as a little, they want they want you to noise and they also want lots of eye contact, which is also something that I was trained out of being a yep. uh, being a submissive because you're either so it's same same but complete opposite at yeah, the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like there's so much of it that is the same, but then there's like yeah, all these little fine things that are different. So as a submissive, no, no eye contact because that was a respect thing. Yeah. Unless you asked to give um, eye contact. Um, a lot of the time you're blindfolded anyway, so there's no eye contact involved as a submissive too. Whereas as a little, you, you're not, and they they want eye contact when you're giving oral. Yeah. You know, they, they uh, yeah, they, they want you to make a noise. They want you to seem surprised. They want you to, you know, say, ouch, if it hurts, because that's going to feed into their fantasy. And there's probably be more, rom- not, no, not romantic, but there's more no. touching. There's more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's very good girl. Yes. Yep. Very much so. And that took me ages to get used to. Yep. When I made the jump, um, that was the biggest thing for me to be okay with with that because 
even though 100% your dom cares about you. Yeah. 100%. But it's maybe not be shown at that time, which is why aftercare is so incredibly important in that dom sub yep. dynamic. Whereas in the little, it's it's caring the whole way through. Like if they are going a little hard and you say, ow, they're very much like, oh, it's okay. Like daddy will help you through it. Like, you know what I mean? Because it comes at it from that, um, yeah, caring perspective, even though sounds ridiculous they're still choking and spanking and all the rest of it yeah now the sex between submissive and and little mm. well if i can say that more as a dom it's probably more vi- mm-hmm. if i can say more it's more mm-hmm. violent and, and it's me fucking you yes how is that different to a little um, that is definitely part of a little as well, but yep. you're right. As a sub, it's 100% you, you're being fucked. Yeah. And that, that's what it is. And even like oral, like I said, the female doesn't receive it, but the male does. It's a lot of face fucking and yeah. that sort of stuff. Whereas little, he's still definitely fucking you. Yep. <laughs> but he might ask if like you can sit on his knee for a little bit first. Right. So that it kind of ebbs and flows. It's still not the same as a vanilla sex because yeah yeah, like you don't make out with them or kiss them while you're doing it but um things like my current daddy likes it when i lick his tongue after we've had oral yeah so it's a little bit more like i guess uh i don't know intimate but it's still not the same by any means so it just kind of ebbs and flows a little bit more as a little wow (laughs) (laughs) i love it I love it. There's just yeah that the the commitment to the to the cause and yes. to and to the contract. Um, but that's why it works. That's why it works. It's yeah, why it works because we're both on the same page. There's no mucking around. There's no I wonder if this, I wonder that, or them throwing in some move that you didn't even know about, or something that you find disrespectful, even though it might they might not think it is, but you know you do so by having like it all signed out ready to go you know that they're never going to cross that line if they do you're out you know what i mean and i'm i've been blessed um i've none of my doms or daddies have ever crossed a line that i've put in place they've nudged it but they've never well <laughs> they've it's never good to get a nudge yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah know like, the boundary just yeah see how far just we how far. Can go, but all of them have been yeah very well behaved in that respect Younger or older are they generally? Mm, both. Both? Both. Um, I think the oldest I've had was about five years older than me. So not like crazy okay. older. Um, and the youngest, probably about either way, five five years either side kind yeah. of thing. Not super young. Um, young men in their 20s don't understand it. No. Don't understand. Stand the uh, they're fun to play with on the weekend, just as your normal person. Yes, <laughs> but not in that situation. I think to be a really good daddy or dom, you have to be like assured of yourself and your life. You know, what I mean, you have to be in a good place in your own world. So that I think that generally comes with age, not uh, old old age. No, but- where I was going with that is is that I don't know many twenty five year olds that can afford to have a pink room. <laughs> No, fair call. Um, no, he's definitely a lawyer, so <laughs> and can afford it. Um, yeah, but there's uh, yeah only there's only a few that have a set up space. Oh, and, and I'm one it. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I know 
what kind of work you need to yeah, be able absolutely. to do to afford to have your own you yeah. know, pink room if, you, yeah. if that's and, your thing. And some um, some get off on the uh, whole hotel thing. Yeah. Like that's what they want. They don't want it to be in a home, yeah. whether it's mine, yours, anyone else's. It has to be a hotel. So, yeah, yeah I guess – yeah, so age-wise, yeah, anywhere between 30 to 45. I've, I'm sure there's much younger and older, but I haven't played in that. No, no, it's just interesting on, on you know, for you, yeah. where is that? How long does a session go for? Say an hour-ish. Yeah? Yep. Never been in a an unsafe situation? No, no, but I'm um, ridiculously safe. And um, when I first started... I had a buddy that I would text and say, listen, I'm going to this address. Um, I will text you when I'm out. Um, so that's probably for about the first two, two and a half years, I always texted her. Um, one did of the, she know the lifestyle? That, yeah. Yes, so she I'm, did. I've got two girlfriends in my life who know exactly um, what I get up to yep. in my spare time. Um, and she was one of those. So she knew why I was going and it, so that she would always check in. Yeah. So then after that, I thought, I guess – more comfortable, more confident in myself that I wouldn't put myself in that situation. If you're a good judge of character during the day, that carries over and you can pick the bullshit pretty quick. Absolutely. And because we do sit down and literally have coffee and talk about a contract before we even, even get me close to your bedroom or your house or your hotel or your room. Yeah. You you get a vibe from a person first before you do that. And I think the first session is a really good tell as well both whether you're going to connect or whether you think, now nah, this person's like a loose cannon and I'm not going to be able to be fully safe in this situation. Yeah. In which case you, you don't, you don't go back. No. Mm. And that, that's been, oh, what percentage of dynamics have you been in which haven't lasted more than say two sessions? Oh, not many. Not many. Not yeah. many. I, I vet pretty hard. Yeah both for, because I want it to meet my needs, yeah. for safety and for privacy. Yeah. So very careful about, even just down to if you're talking to someone and they're, you're like, do you want to have a conversation, like meet up, have a conversation, talk about some things, where they tell you to meet is a massive like red flag too. Right. Like, so if they're like, oh, let's go to this like really busy place, like where there's lots of people and everything, I would massive red flag because I'm like well if you're okay to have this conversation with me when there's 20 other thousand people around in a restaurant well so it's a- am I going to be able to trust you with who I am yeah you know and I don't let them come to my house yep so my house is my house it is my world however I have had doms that eventually do yeah and that or daddies that do because it's further down the track and there's a level of respect and understanding and and trust that has been built absolutely but, First up, no, not at all. You're not coming anywhere near me. You don't. They know me as Heidi to start off with as well. Um, don't have any other details around that. Yep. And that's the way I keep it. But they're generally the same. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a first meet would that be somewhere like beach, Could or be, somewhere or... where somewhere where there's you know you're safe. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so like a quiet coffee shop yeah. would be fine. At a park. A poor coffee shop. Yeah, poor coffee shop <laughs> yeah. that does terrible coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> flat beer, flat yeah. beer. Yeah. Oh, love the place. Yeah. Lots of uh, like parks. Parks yeah, great. Parks, yeah. Take um, the dog for yeah, a walk. Exactly. Yeah. So I have two large dogs. Um, so that's a quite a common one for me. So I'll be like, oh, And I if I don't like you, the dogs won't either. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. And I don't think they'll try anything anyway because they're there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can just go for a walk around a park. 
you know, so that's really safe. Lots of people around, but it's not suspicious or anything like that. Um, but yeah, those sort of places. But yeah, if they were like, oh, come to my work or something, I'd be like, mm, probably not. <laughs> no, makes sense. In the 10 years, have you changed much in what you what you like? Yes. Yeah. Yes, what I'd like, what I would allow. Yeah. Um, all those things have changed. What's some of the bigger things that you didn't think that you could or you were interested in and all of a sudden you're like, oh, hello. <laughs> check this out oh, I, can, <laughs> I can do this yeah even down to like the first like the very first thing i never thought like um when i first started in like choking would be a thing yeah like it's fabulous and i absolutely love it but that comes down to that sensory deprivation stuff yeah. that it's linked in with but um so if you asked me back from the start i would never think that um choking would have been something that i was interested in um but it's fabulous and I love it and it comes under that sensory deprivation, but I never would have thought I would have liked that. So that's right from the start. That was my first thing that I went, oh, this is great. I like this. Then your, your impact improves. Like the first type of, you know, impact play is always just a hand, right? You know, a bit of spanking and that sort of thing. And then it, it grows to, oh, I like paddles. Oh, I like whips. Oh, I like, you know, chains, all those sort of things. They change as well. And your ability to handle pain oh, absolutely yeah absolutely handle pain and how you respond and controlling your body's responses yeah what else has been changed i do anal a lot more than i did as a vanilla yeah. person yeah um still not my favorite thing in the world but that's a negotiation under under the contract um it's not a hard limit it's what i call a soft limit so it's allowed but we need to have a conversation about what that looks like it's not a it's not a given it's a bit of an earned Safe sex. Mm. How does that work? Yeah. So um, always, obviously, safe sex, straight up, no questions asked, always condom, no issues whatsoever. If I get into a dynamic where we both know that we are only sleeping with each other, I'm happy to remove the condom as long as we both get tests done and show each other the test results. So there's been a couple of doms, daddy currently, that I bar contraception but actual safe sex that we don't use protection because we're not sleeping with anyone else and it's no different to being in a relationship um but that's a massive trust thing too oh right? tremendously Huge. so like i said most no um always condoms without fail no questions asked don't even bother bringing it up as an as an option yeah but but it's in the contract 100 yeah. percent in the contract and only as yeah you've been with someone for long enough that you 100% trust that that person isn't sleeping with someone but it's exactly the same relationship yeah like in a normal, any normal relationship one. how do you know they're not sleeping with someone on the weekend like it's a trust thing yeah so but I always we always get tested and we always show each other results before that that gets removed so but mostly yeah 100% so what's uh what's next or where do oh. you see you're gonna be yeah good question I think eventually I'll switch back, switch back to sub. Yep. Now, this interview is very anonymous, but I just want to say, how's your confidence from going from, you know, being in the kink world to everyday life now? I wouldn't imagine sitting here talking about it either. Like, I was so secretive about it because fear of judgment. Yeah. 
at the start for many years in fact and note like wow that one person is my safety person I didn't tell soul because I just yeah fear of retribution and, and judgment from people from people I care about too yeah. like not just randoms I could care what a random thinks about me but yeah like from people who know me I didn't want them to think that yeah it was bad but do you know what I think over the time I've learned and I, w- I do share this with some people, people that are safe to me. But I feel like I educate people because people think that people in kink are either, you know, for me as a submissive, they think that, like, I'm weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not about that at all. Let's be fair. Your submissive actually has all the power, all the power. when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to, you know, those situations. Like, it's my contract they're signing. Yeah. And welcome aboard the submissive train. You may be my dominant. You may be running that session. Yeah absolutely you are but that's you're not in charge you're not in charge and you're doing what i have allowed you to do so i feel like there's a lot of education that i enjoy imparting on people when i feel comfortable yeah in a a situation so yeah i've gone from someone who yeah vanilla relationship for 13 years solid with nothing like that through to you know what I am now and the experiences I've had now which have been amazing and I could tell you 10,000 different stories of awesome things that have happened so who knows what uh, happens in the future you know what I mean you never know what how old you're going to be and what that's going to look like and all of those things that's great because sounds like you've really found the ability to find the good dom yes and I think that's so important because what I hear from a lot of people is is that they meet the dom is looking for somebody to control mm-hmm. as opposed to your situation where yes. it's done safely yep. and people get in the wrong situation yep. and very quickly does something go from being fun to being dangerous yep. un, for on many levels. Yep. And I think there's two sides to that. One, if you look at the little side, having a daddy, people presume I'm getting paid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm because a lot of daddies like to financially look after oh, their yeah. issues. Like that's part of that control yeah. thing. And that's not me. Yeah. No, I'm not at all part of that because I make my own money and I buy my own things and have my own mortgage and that's how I am. So yeah. you're not controlling me outside of this hour of this week. Yeah. You know, and during that time I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. But outside of that, no. So um I think people can get stuck into as a little into those situations because then you become reliant on yeah. him for money. Yeah. Um, so that's it. And I think with other doms, like you said, get yourself in um, scary situations mostly is it's boys who have watched a bit of porn and gone, ah, oh, I can yeah. slap a girl around and it'll be fun. One, the girl probably isn't expecting it, so you're going to get a, a rough <laughs> answer from it. And they don't understand the respect, the trust, the restraint that is all required to be a good dom because those are all skills that come over time and practice with people who are, you know, like mutually respectful in that situation. This is going great and I'm learning so much, so thank you. And the next question here is how do you find that that you can break between your work life and your kink life in the mind? I feel like I'm very good at compartmentalising. You know, today I'm this person, tomorrow I'm this person. And um, I think we all do that in our lives, you know what I mean? Um, But that's, that's me. To be honest, I can't see myself not having this in my world anytime soon so currently seeing anyone but if i do meet someone who's wonderful i would continue doing like the little or sub or whichever one it is until do you know what i feel like i'll know 
when I need to stop. I feel like if at any point I, I feel, it's not, it's not guilty is the term, but do you know what I mean? Like if I feel like I shouldn't be doing that because it could be hurting this person or I should be sharing my, that side with my vanilla person, then I think I'll know in which case I'll, you know, stop my other side of my life. But for me, and it's not for everyone and that's okay, I, I happily... Uh, like when I want to date someone vanilla and then I always have this on the side. This is always just my little my little extra thing because This is what keeps you sane during the week. A little bit. It's just <laughs> it's just my it's almost like my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all got a hobby. We all got a hobby. All right. Have you got any stories that you want to tell us about? I was flown to Broome to um so the uh, dom that i was with at the time um had to go to broom um so he flew me there for a night to obviously have a play but with a specific purpose of introducing his secondary to me because i knew he had a secondary sub but yep. obviously we don't talk or anything like that it's just for those who don't know the difference between primary and secondary is primary has all the control and they can say what they're allowed to do with their secondary yep so that was the first time that I had had the service sub, um, oh. which is a really interesting dynamic. So they are there as a submissive, um, but purely to service myself and the dom. And I'd never had that because I've always been a submissive. I've yeah. never had anyone else. Please service you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was a really interesting experience because the dom at the time controlled both of us. But at the same time, there was a hierarchy within that. So my needs were more important than her needs, but that was something that she enjoyed. Yeah. She, she enjoyed that role. So yeah, that was the first time that I'd been in. That was really interesting because she had to please me first before anything. He had to fuck me before he was allowed to fuck her. She had to, yeah, she was a cockold, so she had to clean up as well before she was allowed to get any attention. She, she had to sit in the corner until she was asked to come in and do these services. So yeah, very different. Um, not something I think I could do. Yeah. But look, it was a, it was a night. <laughs> it was a night. It was a night. Was that the first time that you'd been pleased by a woman? No. No. No, but it had been in that role. Right. Yeah, having someone who just did as they were told. I'm like I said, as a sub, I've never do. I do as I'm. I do as I'm told. I don't yeah. tell anyone what to do. Yeah. So having that kind of like it was almost like a switch moment was quite interesting enjoyed it but definitely reaffirmed the fact that i'm definitely a submissive yeah <laughs> like, oh you could you do that but at the same time you're going oh i'm enjoying this but my head's not oh, you're still you, thinking about hang on oh yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> yes definitely yeah it's yeah giving and receiving at the same time yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. no um it was exhausting yeah but wonderful wonderfully exhausting we can all like collapse and be happy at the end but yeah mentally taxing definitely yeah and the flight on the way home how was that quiet yeah <laughs> well, all three of you on the same oh, flight no no, no, no. I was by myself no i just got i got shipped up and shipped out oh okay yeah um one purpose only yeah <laughs> you're in and out five yeah. for that night i felt like i was uh blushing a lot yeah. you probably say better blush anyway um blushing a lot and very quiet and no 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 contact with anyone no no yeah. <laughs> no general chit chat how yeah. was broom fine oh great yeah, you should see good. what I was doing last yeah, night. Yeah, no, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we're flying on the wall that night. Yeah, and that's one that, like, lots of people don't know about. Like, the two people in my world 
who aren't in this world that know about it. So my two girlfriends that know what I do, I, I edit for them as well because they just can't yeah, cope. Yeah, that's they, a bit... They, they, long as they know I'm safe and happy, that's what they're out. They are. They don't understand it and don't. it's not their thing, but that's fine too. That's what makes this world go round, right? Everyone's got their own kinks and not kinks and all of that. Exactly. I, I, see, I start laughing just for the thinking about what I'm about to say. I freak out thinking, if me and my wife got, you know, hit by a bus on the way home tomorrow, which when member of the family needs to open the door to this place oh. and walk in the door and go, what the fuck were they up to? Yeah. <laughs> my, my best friend quite often says to me, she was like, you can't die in these situations. Yeah. I'm not explaining it to your mother. No, like, no. Not, like, <laughs> you, you have to be safe. You have to get home and you need to clean out your house before yeah. like, anyone comes, it comes home. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. Now, what about when you bump into people and you're out for a coffee with your friends? What happens? I've only bumped into two of them, like, in the outside world, <laughs> if you like. Jesus, it's hilarious. Like, one was really fine. He actually came over and was like, hi, my name's Max. How are you going? I was like, hi, I'm hiding. And I was with my girlfriends. So they they were like, oh, he seems nice. I'm like, yeah. Interesting. So... The name Heidi and your friends, how does that correlate? Heidi is the name that I give men in bars when they hit on me and I don't want them to talk to me. Yeah. And my girlfriends know that. Yeah. So if anyone says Heidi, they just presume that it's been a man that has attempted to hit on me and I wasn't fussed in them so they know to shoo them away. Yeah. Because we all have names like that. There's a little code for each other if someone's, you know, annoying yeah. in a bar or anything. So that name Heidi helps in that helps situation. In, yeah. And it's... You learn, don't you? you yeah. Every time you go, this is how I do this. Yeah. One of the jobs I was with who was married and um, I actually was the only wife I have met. There was only one and she just wanted to, I guess, similar to your situation yeah. where she just wanted to like clock me and go, yeah, yep, yeah, cool. She's she's providing that service yeah. and she's not looking to take him. I see them quite regularly at Coles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we live a lot closer to each other than, than we thought. first thought. Um, but that's brilliant because we don't even um, and they've got kids and everything like that and they're very respectful and I'm very respectful in return and it's it's fine but that's because I guess like I said I'm very specific and picky with who gets to play in my world Thank you so much for coming along I have had such pleasure today listening to your story and your journey along the way Um, any last thing you want to say before we wrap up? No, just thanks for having me. <laughs> it has been great. And this is what I love about doing this. It's hearing people's journey and someone out there listening, maybe at the start, the middle, or where you are in your journey and can relate and feel, oh, this is normal. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what we love about about putting on a show like this. So really appreciate it. And thank you so much for your time. No worries.